and we're back with Above the Pitch. We're here for a game week 20 and 21 recap. Uh, we're going to give you our thoughts of what just happened in the Premier League. Uh, so, we start off with a smaller fixture, Brighton versus Everton. Um, a one-goal game uh, went to the opposite side of what we were thinking. So, what are you thinking, Florida? I'm thinking Marco Silva, not as good as we thought. We know he's a good coach, but uh, even if you look at game week 21, uh, if you fast forward to that, they lose 1-0 to Leicester. And you got to say Everton has a better team than both Brighton and Leicester, and they're not scoring. I think that's fair to say. Uh, with dropping of those points, that three points could have put them in back in the top 10. Uh, they're sitting at 11th. Um, and, you know, that would have been a huge boost for Everton uh, to try and at least compete uh, higher up in the table. But, you know, with results like this, it's just not looking very promising. Uh, I think it's tough also for a young, promising goalkeeper like Pickford. Um, kind of pulling a D year right now. I mean, one goal isn't a lot, you know. That, I mean, the goal against Leicester wasn't his fault. And Brian, what was it, a bicycle kick? Uh, I don't remember. But, uh... You know, I mean, he's only letting in one goal. I think it's the striker's oh, fault. I'm not. I'm not saying it's his fault at all. I right, guess what we, I'm we saying is that goalie. you know, you could be at risk of losing such a good talent if you're just not performing. Right. Uh, maybe know? Richarlson isn't the striker Everton thought he would be. Um, I think you can't just he's blame not it only on him. Right. Of course. But maybe they do need a, a focal striker. Yeah, and then that would take some pressure off of him. Uh, I think teams are starting to recognize his gameplay, but also, you know, it's the players around him. If the whole team is not playing well, he can't play well either. So uh, maybe they'll have a promising January transfer window and uh, pick up a few good players, maybe a a creative striker that can help take some uh, players off of Richarlison to change it up for Everton. Uh, But right now it's a bit struggling, so we'll see how they continue. Yeah, we'll see what Marco Silva does for the team. Uh, Moving on. A team that was on fire just lost, uh, and that's Leicester. Uh, Leicester lost to Cardiff. Yep. Now, that's tough because Cardiff were pretty much at risk for relegation. Still are. um, But it's big points. Big points. Uh, You know, they haven't won much this season. Uh, Camarasa, I actually really like him. Mm -hmm. I've always said I did. Uh, I think he's just, like, really talented, skillful, great on the ball. Uh, ball control dribbling is great. Uh, you know, promising Spaniard. Uh, James Madison missed the penalty, and that could have really changed the whole game because the goal didn't come till the 92nd minute. Right. So, you know, if they put the penalty in, that might have been the three points and they would have been going through. So, but we'll talk about how they did uh, in the next game week uh, after we finish these fixtures. Um then the biggest upset, well, I guess one of the biggest upsets was Spurs. You know, I said it was coming. Okay, uh, yeah. I said, uh, I said Wolves deserved the win last time, and I said they were going to get it this time. And uh, they did exactly that. Uh, Spurs scoring first, I believe, in the yes. game. Yes, yep. And uh, in the second half, Wolves came out to play again, like they did in the last fixture. Uh, this time they scored, and... They really buried Spurs, and, you know, last week I said, why aren't we talking about Spurs being title contenders, and this is why. Because they, I guess, just lose it. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know another way to explain it. Well, you know, they 
in a sense, remind me of Arsenal. Actually, a bit how Liverpool were, um, not this year and last year, but a couple years before, where they do really well against the big teams, and the small teams, they lose points. Um, you know, I think obviously this Tottenham side is stronger than what I'm comparing them to. Uh, but we're saying that if you're a team that's losing to the small, smaller clubs, you're not going to be able to push for the title. Yeah, they're close. And, you know, would it be great if they won? Of course it would. You know, it's nice to see new contenders, new title champs. Um, they have worked really hard. They've come along with Pochettino. Uh, they have a team that has a core to them. You know, it's a core group of players that have worked up together. You know, that's what you want to see in the Premier League. You don't want to see a team that's buying all the players. And, you know, Tottenham really resemble that. And I'm sure a majority of people are rooting for them. But, you know, when you have results like this, it really, really hurts you. But, you know, you think you're going 1-0 into, what, the second half? You're going 1-0 into the second yeah, half? Yeah, You know, do you think the players themselves think they can win the Premier League? So you're going in 1-0 in the second half, and you know you can win. You know you have the ability to win. That give, has to give you the extra the extra push to keep that lead or maybe score another one. Yeah, I mean, look. I'm yeah, sure because Pochettino doesn't think he's going to win the Premier League. I think he may think in the back of his head that he still needs more time. Um, I, look, I mean, I think everyone kind of beats that horse and says about transfers. Uh, they don't have a lot of depth. Yeah, they obviously they have players on the bench, but they're not replacing, you know, like for like. Right. You know? Um, but they're not that club. They don't have that kind of money. Well, I mean, at this point, they have no money. Right. The way they're spending it. They spend it all on the stadium. Right. So, you know, you have to think, you know, will the stadium make a difference? I guess. But you can't expect to win the Premier League without a really, really good depth. And that's one of the things that Liverpool found out, and that's mm-hmm. why they picked up Shakiri, things like that, mm-hmm. uh, because it adds to their attack. So, definitely does. you know, if Tottenham could do that for next season, continue what they're doing, they could definitely really, really contend. Obviously, they're still in it. You can't count them out. Who knows what's going to happen? It's the Premier League. But, um, yeah, tough loss, 3-1. What do you think? Erickson stays for next season? What do you think um, he goes? You think Pochettino stays for next season? You think he goes? I think it comes down to... The plan for the summer. If they genuinely put money in, they both stay. If they keep the same exact team, one of them is at least leaving. Because how many times are you going to do year in, year out, the same, same thing? So uh, I think it does come down to their transfer policy and what decisions they make. Uh, Moving on, the biggest game of that week, uh, Liverpool-Arsenal. Yeah, it didn't look too big, though. Yeah, after you watched it, right? What an awesome win. Yeah, Arsenal uh, scoring the first goal. And uh, obviously they didn't look too threatening even with that first goal. And then they did what Arsenal does best and gets hammered by a top six side. Yeah, I mean, I was watching the game. We were playing very well. They had one counter. I think it was even their first shot on goal. And they put it in. And... Uh, you know, my friend was like, are you concerned about the game? Like, do you think, uh, you guys are going to lose? And right away I said to him, honestly, I think that's the best thing that could have happened because I bet you we're going to come back and win right. three to four one. Mm-hmm. Um, just because Liverpool has been hot and Arsenal didn't look threatening, you know, they converted well, they did a good job. I mean, it was a great play. You can't take that away from them. And then it really showed 
What I'm really happy is that Bobby's back. Yeah, he had a hat trick that game. Bobby is back. So uh, he played phenomenal. He had the back-to-back goals, 14 and 16th minute. Um, it's just an overall great performance. We had two penalties. And those quick goals really sink a team, you know? Oh, yeah. You have the lead and then you drop it really quick. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Especially three minutes after they scored. It was mm-hmm. a great response. And Arsenal, a very uh, weak-minded team. Well, I can't argue there. Um, but, yeah. They just got thrashed. Again. Yeah. So, what do you think's up with wrong with Arsenal? What do they have to fix? I mean, it's their first year in transition. You know, you can't really judge them too harshly. We all know they need a new defense. Yeah. Mustafi isn't going to cut it. Uh, the back four keeps changing. Lichsteiner wasn't good. Um, I think all Lichsteiner is is aggressive. That's it. Literally. And, I mean, he's a free agent, so you might as well take him. See where he could see if he was good for you or not, and he's not. He's not good for Arsenal. So they just need a whole new back line, and they need to figure out whether they play Ramsey or they play. Mez- I mean, you can't have Mesut Ozil not in those big games. If you, I mean, think- you're paying him so much money. And you don't think he's good enough to be in the big games? You think he's only good enough to be in the little games to control the little teams? Yeah, I mean, if you think he's not the man for you at that caliber, just get rid of him. Yeah, he's already got such a high-paid wage bill that you might as well just get rid of him if he's not going to play every game. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to have to buy a youngster, go ahead. Um, Ramsey looks more promising for uh, Unai Emery's squad than Mesut Ozil. You know, to be honest, I hope this doesn't happen, but... Uh, I think a player that would play very well in Arsenal and that would fill that gap is if they picked up Nabil Fekir. Yeah, but he can go anywhere. No, I know. I'm just saying. For Arsenal, they got rid of yeah. Ozil. I think Nabil Fekir would be that fresh breath that they need. I mean, it's a possibility. So, uh, again, hope that doesn't happen. But, you know, he would link up with some Frenchmen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has Lacazette on the team. Um, and that would really help out. So, yeah, I mean, that goal by Firmino was unbelievable. He just really just cut the whole team up. And this is something you want for Liverpool for now their striker to go into form and be able to pick out goals when, you know, say Salah or Mane can't because Mane's been a little uh, uh, droughtful in his goals. He hasn't been scoring as consistently, and but Salah has been scoring for the team. So, you know, it's something that you want as a Liverpool fan to see because this will definitely help you continue your lead. Yeah, I mean, remember what I said from the beginning of uh, our podcast – uh, the biggest threat that Liverpool have is when all three of them are scoring mm-hmm. and we finally have Bobby back. You know, it has been one game at that point, so you can't necessarily say. Hattrick's pretty promising, but, you know, Bobby looked different. He looked different. Uh, he wasn't always back, you know, like we say, he usually plays like a center forward, false nine position, uh, but he wasn't afraid to move forward. He wasn't afraid to dribble. Uh, I don't know if, you know, Klopp has talked to him and told him, you know, I want you to be a little more freeform, but it's really working. And, you know, that's the thing. That's how it works. I mean, Mane did score. Mm-hmm. So, Mane, Salah, and Firmino, right. all three of them put goals in. Right. Uh, and that's what's going to make the difference for us because, especially a team that's struggling with defense, they're having trouble to figure out, you know, what aspect of the attack are we going to shut down. Right. And once the striker gets one goal, that's enough confidence for him to get to go on for a few games. Yeah, and you know, it also shows uh, a lot of people are hard critic about Salah when it comes to big games, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that's said is that he doesn't show up when it comes to a big team. Uh, I think he played well, and on the opposite side, look at Aubameyang. He's a great player. Where was he? 
Yeah, he only had around, I don't know, maybe six touches, maybe 16 touches that whole game. Yeah. It wasn't that much. And, again, it's not saying that it's Aubameyang's fault. That's just what happens. You know, when you play big teams, they I mean, don't they were, player. They were dominated. Yeah. Like, they weren't even going to touch the ball, period. They weren't going to get to the ball, to, to the front anyway. What an amazing game, though. I mean, it just felt so good watching them play and just, you know, pick them apart. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, this is not a joke, you know. Yeah, Arsenal have troubles and things like that, but that's not a joke of a team to, like, be, okay, yeah, we kind of won 5-1. Like, that's a right. big deal. That's right. a huge result. Mm-hmm. Even if it was a 2-1, I would have been ecstatic. 5-1, the day of, freaking out. So, I'm really happy of what happened. You know, everyone around the pitch played well. Uh, no complaints at all. So, let's see how they are moving forward. Uh, they have Man City uh, up next. So, let's see how uh, they do against that top side team. And then moving on, we have Chelsea game against Crystal, one one nothing. Very quiet game. Uh Angolo Conte comes through again. Just uh, need a striker. Yeah. U- usual stuff. Yeah, usual. Um, go out and buy Pulisic, not a striker. <laughs> drop drop the talks with Higuain, who we'll, is a striker. We'll we'll get more into that as soon as we finish this week. Uh then we have Manchester City keeping their form three one against Southampton. Yeah, uh, they're always going to win that game and continue and get back on a winning streak. Yeah, you know you say always, but Southampton they randomly come up in games this year. So, uh, but yeah, I mean Man City played well three uh, one. They keep their form. Uh, then our last game was Man U Bournemouth. What do you think of the performance? Uh, Paul Pogba two goals and an assist. Marcus Rashford goal and an assist. Uh, what are your thoughts? Um, Man United too good right now. Um, obviously, Pogba having the game of his life, uh, showing why he's the real deal. Rashford against superb game, um, just all over the place. You know, you can't ask for anything else. And again, attack the football from Man United. You give up one goal from a set piece. I'm sure that's going to bother De Gea and uh, manager and the players. Um, but overall, we just dominated them. <laughs> We just we just dominated them. So how do you feel watching your team? Do you feel like they're back? Yeah, I feel like they're back. Obviously, uh, there were two or three easy games that we had. I mean, Bournemouth gave us trouble when we had Mourinho. But here we completely dominated them. And next week we have Newcastle. So I'm not really worried. I think the form that we're in, we're going to beat everybody. I think it's just that kind of form until we have to go up against a really good team, which I think is in game week 22 when we go up against Spurs. I'm waiting for that game to see what and happens. What do you think that's going to show your true colors? I think Newcastle uh, is going to show up a little bit of what's going on, but then Spurs United will be the first real test. Now, why do you think Paul Pogba uh, has such a change in his performance? Do you think it has to do with positional change? Do you think it has to do with manager? Both? Uh, well, he has a more freer role, so now he's more he's able to attack more and be up there more and. Uh, playing an attacking style suits him more because he doesn't have to worry that much about where he's positioned defensively. But obviously, he's been tracking back, which is really good to see. So obviously, the effects of having Mourinho leave the club and having this new attacking play style gives Pugba the ability to do what he needs and be in the right place. I feel like he's up ahead of the team a little too much and that he's focusing too much on the attack and that maybe he should come back maybe 10 yards and then be into the play. Uh, like a Lampard kind of situation where uh-huh. he can get the ball from outside the box and kick uh, score, which he's done 
even even in that game. But I feel like sometimes he's just a little too far forward and it creates a gap. But this new free position for him is really helping him out. Now, uh, transitioning into different formations, we're seeing now Rashford is a lone striker. Um, Rashford has been playing well, uh, scored, assisted, phenomenal goals. Yeah. Right? Uh, very talented young man. Um, we see Lukaku being subbed in instead of and starting. Then, yeah, then scoring. Uh, so, how do you feel about that decision? Are you more comfortable with Rashford starting? Are you comfortable with Lukaku on the bench? Should they both uh, be together? I mean, we could do a Martial Lukaku Rashford um, top three. Obviously, that means Lingard would sit the bench. That means Sanchez would sit the bench. Um, I like Rashford up top by himself. I think he gives more to the team. Uh, his runs are phenomenal. He's nonstop work ethic, ability to create something with his dribbling. Un- unlike Lukaku, Lukaku has no dribbling. Obviously, better first touch than Lukaku. Faster. Um, he's just he's just a little bit weaker than Lukaku, but Rashford's still strong. So I mean, I, it's I, hard to be as strong as a guy that's three hundred pounds. Right, right. Exactly. So um, definitely think Rashford should start, but I would like to see. Martial, Lukaku, Rashford as a starting three in the near future, maybe against maybe against Spurs, but I don't I don't know if he'll go with that drastic of a change if he doesn't get to test it out before then. So, you know, given a rise in performance and different players on the squad, uh, some would say bad timing for Lukaku. Uh, you know, he's trying to transition back to the team after being healthy and fit. Mm-hmm. You, do you think this is going to affect Lukaku? Do you think this is going to change his role in the team or, you know, his future for the club? Uh, no, I think um, he's going to still be the main striker for the team. Um, he looks happy when other players score, especially Rashford. Uh, he's a very non-selfish player. Um, I think he just wants what's best for the club, truly. Obviously, he wants to play. He wants to start. Uh, so I think there's going to be, like I said, Rashford on the right, Marcel on the left, and Lukaku starting. Yeah, I mean, look, personally, uh, I feel like I'm tough on Lukaku just because I know he has more than what he can give. Uh, we've seen what he's done before in the past. Uh, I think he has bolt up a little too much. Uh, he's sitting a little over 200 pounds now, six foot three, um, I think it's taken a little bit away from his game. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, confidence has uh, a role to play. I think if he got more fit, you know, slimmed down a bit, became a bit faster, it would change a lot for him. Yeah, definitely, because he can hold the ball pretty well, and he could also give a good assist with his head or with a nice sliding ball through after he holds it up. Um, you know, you could see he's trying to be a more three-dimensional with his play since he's been to United. Uh, with uh, Everton, he was more of a target man at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, now he's learning how to drop back. He's learning how to take possession. He's learning how to uh, distribute the ball as a striker, which you know wasn't really part of his game in the past. So even though his fitness is changing, he's adding more to his game, and that's why I think it will bring him to the next level. Yeah, so, 100%. You have to be able to do that to play at Manchester United. And that's how you win. That's how you win uh, games. That's how you win the league. Yeah, you got to do everything. So, yeah, that wraps it up for uh, that game week, game week twenty. Now moving on to game week twenty-one. Uh, so we had some interesting fixtures this round. 
First off, kicking it off is Leicester Everton. Uh, so we're looking at, does Everton bounce back? Does Leicester bounce back? They both had losses in the past weekend. And we see here a one nothing. Jamie Vardy scoring. Uh, it was a transitional play. Uh, Everton defender couldn't hold the ball. Came down. Ricardo Pereira gave a through ball. Vardy, beautiful finish with his left foot. Showing what he used to show back in their winning title season. So, it's again, like I said before, Everton not scoring. And uh, another loss for a team that spent a lot. Both of these teams spent a lot. They should be very equal. So, yeah, the the, the, the game should be like a 1-0, maybe a 2-1. But, uh, you know, again, Everton goalless. And both clubs spent so much money. And both have good coaches. Uh, you just expect more from each one. Yeah, I mean, you do see Leicester now at 7th place, right behind Man United. I think that's pretty successful at the moment. Mm-hmm. I think that's what you're expecting, that's what you're asking for Leicester, and I think they're providing. Uh, could they have had better outcomes in games here and there? Yes. Uh, they lost some games that they should have won. But on their part, to be fair, they're playing well. So, And then moving on, that same day, we had Arsenal versus Fulham. Arsenal, very infamous for bouncing back after they lose terribly. Yep. And they show it once again. With a 4-1 victory against Fulham. All good goals. All passing goals. Yeah, they um, look like the same Arsenal again. You know, that Arsenal that works well together. Distributes the ball. Both Lacazette and Aubameyang give everything they got. And, you know, here we go again. Everyone, All the Arsenal fans are probably wondering, what is going on with my club? He just needs to get a consistent lineup. He's changing everybody every week. Yeah, you know he has to he's, he has to figure it out. He has to figure out what he wants and what he knows each player can do for certain games, and he has to just get that right. Yeah, I mean, you know, it is a lot of pressure for a new manager yeah. to come into. The like Premier I said, League, it, so. it is his first year. We give him time. You know, it's a transition period, and he's doing really well for a first transition year. Absolutely, and you know now they're sitting at fifth uh, between Chelsea and Man United, so they're only three points behind Chelsea, still in good pole position. To try and snatch a Champions League spot. So, we'll see how they improve. Which they won't get because Manchester United is going to get fourth. <laughs> and then uh, we have Spurs-Cardiff. 3-0. Thrashing against Cardiff. Spurs do best. Yeah, Spurs just always scoring. See, I mean... This is the type of results that we're talking about. When you play these small teams, you got to play like this. And They do. They did. They did. They do. Good thing the... Their mascot wasn't a wolf, or else it might have turned right. out a lot well, different. Wolves might be their kryptonite or something, because they just <laughs> they just don't know how to play against them. It's the Portuguese, man. They get you every time. Right. Harry Kane's like used to seeing, seeing so many 10 people at once. Must scare him. <laughs> um, so, uh, Harry Kane opened it up in the third minute. Pretty terrible goal. Yeah, that goal. I don't just... know what's worse, his or Lukaku's, but... You know. Lukaku's the ball bounced in front of the goalie, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and he came in and hit it. That's what every striker right, would do. Right, I know, you know. This one just, Fantastic. I don't even know what happened. It looks like it just bounced around. <laughs> I don't even think Harry Kane knows what happened. It hit off Harry Kane, and it goes in. He obviously Harry Kane was like, you better give me that goal. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> he gets every goal. Um, Erickson goal, fantastic. Right, yeah, nice little dribble move, opens up the space, and then slots it through a defender's legs into the corner of the net. And then Youngman's son, once again, still on fire. Always finishing. Then, interesting fixture. 
Chelsea Southampton. So, like you said with Manchester City, you were mentioning how, you know, Manchester City, of course, is going to beat Southampton. Well, you would hope to say the same thing against Chelsea. Yeah, but Chelsea don't have a striker. <laughs> there we go again. <laughs> Chelsea don't have a striker. They yeah. can honestly just get rid of Giroud and, and Morata. Just get rid of Morata at and this then, point. And then buy uh, uh, Pulisic because he's a striker instead of Higuain. And it makes sense. <laughs> so, I believe it was $73 million transfer. Christian Pulisic, biggest transfer of the January window so far. the most legendary club of the English Premier League, as he says. Oh, yeah, I know. Well, you know, let the guy be, all right? First American to have the biggest transfer fee. Uh, I believe it's top 10 fee uh, in the Premier League. Yeah, you showed me a couple of pictures of him uh, outside Old Trafford. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty disgusting. I hated it. But uh, Sorry, we don't want him anyway. Yeah. Calling Chelsea a legendary club. Listen, I think he's going to play very well. Uh, can I think he, he sits the bench. I think he's a $73 million bench warmer. Well, listen. Like I mean, Giroud. I mean, that's what he was for Dortmund. They got their money. But... Uh, can can he replace Hazard? I think not. Can he be a vital asset? I think so. Uh, Sorry, didn't even know that he was being bought. They asked him one week, what do you think about this player? He said, I have good things to say about him. And the next week they went out and bought him. I mean, I don't know. What kind of business is that? <laughs> We're not back there, so we wouldn't know. I mean, you have Pedro, you have William. Okay, you have Hazard. You don't not, you're not sure if he's going or not. Maybe they do, and that's why they got him. Well, maybe if Hazard's leaving, maybe they're going to splash that money on a striker. Maybe that's their thought process. And so they spend $73 million on America, and that's been untested. I mean... Yeah, I, I get, untested. I get. He's played well in Dortmund. That's an international level. He played well in Champions League. Yeah, but now he's sitting on the bench. He's not having game time. He's... he's He's as dried up as well, the I desert. Mean, now it's the good time to get him. You know, if you have a young guy who looks promising, he just started sitting the bench, pick him up now so he doesn't have a full season worth. You know what I mean? But he's going to be on loan the whole season at Dortmund. Yeah, that is true. That is true. So hopefully it doesn't hurt him uh, bring down his form. I think it's a good buy. Uh, do I think it was worth the money? I don't know. Uh, is it an odd signing for them as far as position? Yeah, I agree with you. They get him the money back because he's American. They're getting the $73 million back because he's American. Yeah, selling a lot of merchandise. Yep. I agree. I agree. I mean, you have a big backing for that. So. Yeah, they don't have a big uh, American uh, fan base. I mean, obviously it's big, but, you know, this will definitely increase it. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll see. You know, we have noticed in the past years, uh, football has become very big in uh, the States. Um, this may be an extra push, uh, bring more fans on base. Um it might be a good change. Yeah, so. we've had better broadcasting. Uh, That's true. Not like the TNT broadcasting by the Champions League, but, you know, with Fox Sports and... Um, Men and Blazers. And NBC. Men and Blazers adding a big a big push with their podcast. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see what that brings with us. Um, I'm excited. Let's see what happens. Chelsea by a striker. <laughs> not Murata. Not Murata. Murata's terrible. Yeah, you can't... They should get Benzema. Him. Maybe that'll That'd work be perfect. Benzema and Morata I mean, together. Benzema's looking great. If you want to not score, put them both next to uh, each other. Benzema's looking pretty and good. And then put right Lovren now. as your center back. Well, yeah, better best defender in the world. <laughs> he proved that. Uh, he proved that a couple of days. I mean, a couple of days ago. It's pretty good. Well, that, was, that was yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, he proved it. Yeah, he all the great. goals came from him. Yeah, thank you, Dejan Lovren. Uh, so now Chelsea, uh, forty-four points. Uh, they're in fourth place. You know, that's a shame. Uh, they could have been at forty-six. Um, and then a game behind Tottenham. So uh, now they're more than that. Uh, 
Let's see if they're they also going to lose a fourth place push to Manchester United. <laughs> so you're saying the Champions League isn't the Champions League without Manchester United. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, relax. Yeah, without them getting knocked out by Sevilla, sick. What's the point of getting to the final and losing because you lost? One I'd player. rather get to the final and get knocked out by Sevilla. Yeah. Once you blame that all your players got a concussion, yeah, and that's why you lost. Better. They probably don't even remember the match because they all had concussions. Yeah, Sir Alex Ferguson FC, great. All right, um, what are you, Fernando Torres? <laughs> exactly. When he went to Chelsea, that's the man. Yeah, when he went to Chelsea, that's you. <laughs> uh, West Ham Brighton two two. My man Marco Arnautovic is back. Two good goals. Scored the first one. Tried to pick the ball up. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian was like, you're not picking anything up. That's right. Big man on campus come back from his injury and scoring two goals to help West Ham get a point against Brighton, the Glenn Murray side. The Glenn Murray side. Glenn Murray not doing anything today. But <laughs> let me tell you, give some credit. Dale Stevens. What a volley. Yeah. That's a he, nice goal. It was a good goal. You know, it was kind of sloppy, but, you know, he, he, he got connected. sloppy. It was a great goal. It, it was kind of sloppy if you look at it. Okay. Bernardo but Silva got, he, scores that. Great job, Bernardo Silva. Bernardo Give Silva the man some player. credit. It's yeah, Dale okay. Stevens. So what? They're all professional footballers. That's fine. He's he maybe the same height as Bernardo Silva, probably. He did well. Good for okay, him. Okay, good goal. Yeah, great. Thank good you. job, Stevens. You want to have and another then, first name as your last name? Arnautovic <laughs> uh, with his second goal back-to-back in two minutes. Yeah, hits it um, off the top crossbar, bounces it in. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, it's always nice to see. So, uh, he played well. Um, you know... I think he's going to be very promising. I think he's back again. We might see a few goals taken away from Felipe Anderson now that they're feeding Arnautovic. Which is fine. Sway a little he's bit. A striker. Yeah, but that's okay. Uh, I still think Felipe Anderson's going to play very well. So mm-hmm. Then we had Wolves. After that high, here comes a low. Um, and they lose 2-0 to yeah, Crystal Palace. I didn't really expect this. I thought Wolves were going to take it. Me too. Um, but Crystal Palace with, I guess, another upset. Zaha being back in the team. Uh, causing a penalty and uh, obviously Milivojevic scoring it because he doesn't miss them. Right. Um, you know, it's a good performance, you know, holding down Wolves, not getting scored on. Juan Bissaka, again, having a great game. Right. What more can you ask for? That's three points for them that they need. A team that we thought might have trouble coming out, obviously we think they're going to be mid-table, but, you know, they didn't They didn't look like they were progressing that much. Now, Jordan Ayu, first goal of the year. Um, he was close in other games. I think he hit the post a couple of times. Yeah, I mean, still, you know, didn't produce, but he finally did. I think it was a very good goal. Um, yeah, like you said, Milivojevic, he just puts them all away. 99 penalty shots. It's great. It's amazing. He's unbelievable. I don't understand how he has such confidence. He has such confidence. Yeah. And he's so good at placing them. It's always to the side. Like, I mean, I always remember that Arsenal, uh, the Arsenal game where he just kept, he just... Kept going he just at didn't him. care. He yeah, had two of them. Good job, Mustafi. <laughs> really good defender. Almost as good as Lovren. And, you know, we have to mention Milivojevic from the Greek side, Olympiakos. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they scouted him pretty well. Uh, he was originally from Anderlecht, then went there. And then Crystal Palace knew what they were doing and snatched them up. So, you know, he's, pro- he's, pro- he's proving to be a very promising, at least mid-table player. Scaring a goal for them. And, hey, I would, I would keep... Keep a tight grip on him. Yeah, I don't think they'll let go of him. And then we had the bloodbath of uh, Bournemouth Watford. One half, six goals. Then they forgot how to score goals in the second half. They both half. forgot, yeah. I guess both managers say, you know what, uh, just hold the lead or hold the tie and try and get one on the counterattack, but it wasn't going to happen. Right. Now, Troy Deeney, 
Finally coming back to the Premier League. Was he had two goals and assists or something like that? Uh, he definitely had, yep, two goals and assists, yep. So, it was all about Troy Deeney. That one goal I thought was hilarious where uh, Delefeu dribbles down the pitch, uh, has Nathan Ake and Steve Cook on top of him, and Steve Cook says, hold my beer, and does a slide tackle backwards, takes out Nathan Ake, and then Troy Deeney just runs into the ball and puts it in. I mean, if you can get a more Dijon Lovren type scenario, <laughs> there it is, Steve Cook took it. Now, you can't afford to have Dejan Lovren leave Liverpool because he's best friends with Salah. So I know. We should keep him. You, you have, have to keep, keep him. him. You I have know. to keep him. I know. But if he yeah. goes, Salah goes. Yeah, let's not talk like because that. Because Mane doesn't talk to anybody. <laughs> Mane just keeps himself. That's right. And for me, you know, you never know if he's actually paying attention because he's not looking at you when you're talking to him. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, Troy Dini played well. Steve Cook, what are you doing? Uh, Nathan Ake puts in a goal himself. Uh, Caleb Wilson with another goal, and you know Ryan Fraser seals it off uh, to get the three-three. Yep. So uh, now Jordan Ibe, uh, ex-Liverpool player, he was subbed in. Uh, apparently, the scenario now is Southampton gives Liverpool players, and the players that don't play well go to the Bournemouth because as of today, um, Solanke has been signed to Bournemouth for about $19 million. Yep, that's a permanent deal. And then Nathan uh, Nathaniel Klein loaned to Bournemouth. So I think they're just collecting the uh, the Liverpool players that I we were using. Not a bad idea. Yeah, so... They all play attacking football. So we'll see how that helps them. So far, it showed that Jordan Ibe hasn't really changed much. He looked promising at the time. He did play Yeah, when he was Liverpool. getting... You have to play. You have to... I mean, even at Bournemouth, when he was getting playtime, you have to play... To get better. Yeah. yeah. Training and scrimmages is not going to help. You actually have to be in the game. Yeah. And they're talking about um, a Jermaine Defoe being able to leave. I think he will leave. Maybe that's why they got Solanke. That's most likely why they got Solanke. Where's Jermaine Defoe going to go? Everton? Honestly, I think he should be done. I think just go to the MLS and call it a day. That's not a bad idea, actually. You know? See, this is the one thing. Uh, I totally understand when footballers continue their career because that's, you know... It's their passion, it's what they love, it's what they're good at. But it's kind of a shame when you watch players, like, decline in their own, you know, environment. You know, you see Jermaine Defoe, now you associate him with not scoring. Like Aaron Lennon. Yeah. Or, you're not going to like it, but even like Wayne Rooney in the last couple seasons. I don't think he declined. But I'm saying he's not the same, you know, like, when when you hear Wayne Rooney is on the pitch, you're scared. And, you know... He did, he did beat Man City. Yeah, well... You don't understand what I'm saying. It's not the same caliber. I understand. So I think it just gets to a point where, listen, just go abroad, make some more money for yourself, enjoy the game. It's more relaxed so you don't have to, you know, push yourself as hard um, and still put on a good show. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of where Defoe is. I don't think he's going to make a difference anywhere he goes. Yeah, you know, he may score a goal here and there. Yeah, he's a veteran, but it's not going to change a team. It's not like he's going to go to Everton and then, wow, Everton's going to start that's getting true. points. So. Um, you know, I think when it's time, it's time. He's been amazing. He's been a club legend. Uh, he's got a lot of goals. Yeah, he's played so well for Tottenham. He's up there in the goals uh, category. Yeah, I know. Really, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. he's a uh, he. He could arguably be a legend as far as a yeah, striker. See, see you in the MLS. So I guess come to NYCFC or Red Bulls. That'd be nice. Yeah, I don't really want to see him. You don't want to see? <laughs> okay. Well, I like to see him, so it'd be good if he came. Um. Then, Man U Newcastle, again, the Rafa boy Marcus Rashford. Rafa gave us a test. Um, 
You know, at first I was a little worried. They were coming at us. They were attacking. They were holding the ball. They had possession. Uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Newcastle, the striker, Atsu. Yeah, he, he was looking. He was looking, th- he was looking threatening. Uh, if it wasn't for David De Gea, he's may- quick. Maybe uh, he would have spilled something, and they might have got a goal. But uh, De Gea, obviously, top tier. Uh, by the time the second half came, you know, we were able to open up the game. Maybe the halftime team talk was good. And came out swinging better, more attacking, looked more organized. Uh, Rashford with a free kick, ball bounces in front of the goalie, Lukaku gets subbed in, Lukaku scores. So again, he gets subbed in, he scores immediately. And then the second goal, Sanchez comes in, gives the ball across the box. It was a very clever pass because he could have gave it to the outside and said he gave it through the middle between the defenders, which is something, you know a top-level player would do, and uh, Rashford finishes it nice and calmly, and we get the 2-0 win. That's it. And then to the road of your dream of fourth place. That's right. Here we go. We're going to be there. Fourth on. place. See you later, Arsenal and Arsenal Chelsea. and Chelsea are going to keep dropping points. <laughs> and we're just going to keep... We're going right. to go out there and beat Spurs. I'll take them, we'll get to I'll that. Take them dropping points. We'll get to Let's that. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. No one's going to be behind. You guys are just... You Let's guys go. are at the top right now. You don't have Let's to talk about the big else. showdown. The big uh, showdown. My favorite match of the week. Uh, my most not favorite match of the week. No, nah, I'm a neutral spectator in this. But yeah, I definitely totally wanted neutral. Liverpool to win. Because I have to hate both clubs. Yeah, so Manchester City, Liverpool. Uh, the clash everybody's been waiting for. 2-1, by the way, Man City. Yeah, yeah great. Uh, I did say January 3rd. It's going to be a big day in the title race. Aguero. <laughs> I hate you. And... Um, Dijon Lovren is the best defender in the world. <laughs> he quartered it. He said it himself. <laughs> now, come on. Can, let's talk about that first goal. Okay. So, the first goal. Um, we have Aguero. He decides I got fouled. So, he, he falls on the floor, right? He sits on the floor for a good four seconds. Four seconds. Do you know how long four seconds yeah, is? Yeah, I saw it. It's four seconds. So He's he sits on the, on the floor, puts his hands up in the air. Yeah. And the ball gets distributed to the left side. Lovren's looking up. out Lovren at the says, ball. Aguero doesn't isn't Ex- a person exist anymore. <laughs> and you see, Aguero gets up and like he does this hop thing right on the line, so he's on side, right? Lovren doesn't even know. Yeah. Okay. He probably thinks he's still on the ground. Lovren is staring at that ball. He knows it's gonna come from that side, right? Aguero just pops around him real quick. Lovren's still looking at the ball, and Aguero scores. And then yeah. Lovren looks upset. Yeah. Left foot, top corner, uh, near post. You know, I noticed, I was looking at a lot of different parts of the game, and I did notice the way Lovren plays, which is didn't work out for a lot of the times, was he plays a lot of cushion pressure, you know what I mean? Like, he has, like, distance between him and the defender. Because he's he lets slow. Them make a move. He has to. He's slow. Right. But this is, like, the one game you're playing against with Van Dyke. And you know you. the ball's going to be mostly on your side. Right. You know they're going to be you know, attacking Alexander. You, you have Van Dyke behind you. You know he's going to take the space if you need to. You have to jump into the tackle. Now, first goal against Aguero, you need to take a step in. You need to. You're literally watching to see what he's going to do. It's but Aguero. He didn't even know he was there. Yeah. Well, that's what happens the when you're not... had two yards of space in your box. Look, he's a decent defender. Is he elite? Definitely not. But he thinks he's the best. Yeah, and it bothers me. When he actually has the best right by him. Yeah. So, you know, that was terrible. Now, I mean, listen. At the end of the day, you're not going to blame this on Lovren. It's not happening. It's not a one-person thing. It is his fault. It's a full team. It's his fault. It doesn't matter. It's a full team. Your team played well. We did play well. 
You didn't have that just many good goal scoring opportunities. Yeah, the one just not mine, Ederson's fault. Ederson, we'll get to that again. Listen, later. Uh, you know, if you ask me, if you're playing the title champs and you're threatening to win the league, if you're going to win the game, you know. It's got to be clean. It's got to be good. You know, it can't just come down to the one guy. Right. Unle- unless it's like Carious? literally Carrius type situation. Okay. You know, okay, Lovren should have stepped up. Sure. Um, other defenders would have done similar. You know what I mean? It's not like he literally blew the play. It's right. just if there was a better player and there, it would, would have changed. Yeah. Right. So that's why I'm not throwing it on Lovren. Um, do I think Liverpool continuing with Van Dyke and Lovren is good? Definitely not. Do I think we need Joe Gomez back? 100%. Do I think if we're going to push to spend money, should we do it right now and get a center back in this window, if possible, 100%? I don't think so. Well, all I'm saying is that we're so close. Yeah, you guys are so close. But If Joe Gomez stays injured, which he's very infamous for, and we have to focus on having Lovren all day long, that's terrible. And I'm not going to be confident. But I think think Van Dyke can hold off. Two strikers by himself. Yeah, but that that's the thing, though. How much more are you going to put on his plate? I mean, he looked kind of hurt in your game. Like, he looked like he was... Uh, How much more are you going to put on his plate? Bit. You can't make the guy play two positions at once. But he has been. I understand that. There. But he needs help. Right. So, uh... Um, let, me, let me ask you something. So, last time you guys had Henderson, Milner, Ronaldin out there, a time you used this was when you played PSG away and you guys lost. Right. You went for the same strategy. Again. Right. And you lost. Uh-huh. Um, do you think... He feels like that's his safest formation of players to hold off an attacking team. And it hasn't worked twice. Do you think he tries to use that again? When he, I don't see when he plays those three, you know, engines in the middle. Again, there was no creativity. Solid barely got the ball. So Mane barely got the ball. I think there's a couple issues with it. So one, there that's a very holding midfield. It is. Uh, it's not a creative midfield. And again, he delayed Shakiri coming in. Right. And that's what he does, though. He's not very, you know, jump. He doesn't jump on subs that easily. Right. We needed to go. Now, as in our form that we are now, the best way for us to win is just keep attacking. We can't be the team that waits for our defense to defuse a play and then move it forward and so on and so forth. Liverpool are the most frightening when they're coming right at you. When the top three are getting fed and they keep shooting at you, eventually you're going to crack and we're going to score. That's how we should face it. Um, it is also hard for him because of the depth of the team. Uh, you do have to change things up. We are in Champions League. We are in FA Cup. We are in the Premier League. There's too many games, and I think that also plays comes into play. And I think that hurts English teams in general. We won't really get too much into that, but they need right. to figure that out. Um, and th- that comes a problem too. You know, um, you have to rotate. Do I think it was a great decision? I mean, obviously, now that we know the result, it's easy for us to say, no, right. it wasn't. Did we play well? We did. Um, you I think know, Man City looked the better team. Don't, don't forget, we were 1-1. Yeah. At, at one point, we were 1-1. I know. So you would think, you know, 1-1. Change up the midfield, it gets more creative, you win the game. And it didn't happen. So, you know, that's what you start to think about also. It, it might just be the type of game. And, you know, we don't know Klopp's intentions. Honestly, I think it's the, aside from Rafa, um, you know, I still am more trustworthy in Klopp than Rafa. But mm-hmm. 
this is the first time I've seen a Liverpool manager where I just completely trust everything he does. Everything he does for a reason. He's probably the smartest manager I've uh, been able to watch. Um, you know, and he's been very consistent. So he knows what he's doing. I just give him time. He'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, I do think that midfield really makes a difference. I think Lovren makes a difference. Um, we do need a center back going forward. I'm happy Bobby's back. Our second goal where Trent puts it across the box to Robertson. Robertson with unbelievable first touch mm-hmm. to the Bobby header. Now that that was talent. That was a good goal. That was talent. So that showed that was like that one real goal that we're like, wow, you know, that was one of the first team goals against Man City and it doesn't happen often. So, you know, it did show that, hey, we're here to compete. Right, of course. Yeah, you guys were a good you guys are definitely one of the most dominant teams in the Premier League, if not besides for them. Uh, I really don't think anybody's as threatening as you guys. Uh Bernardo Silva, one heck of a game. I mean the other Man. Silva, not as much. Right. The other Silva looked nervous, looked like he wasn't sure of himself. But Bernardo Silva, you got to give him man of the match. Him and him or him or Leroy Sané. Sané was just an animal. He was an animal. He really just, you know. What a player. He showed his stars. He was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, even though, you know, obviously I would hate to say it, but he played phenomenal. He was on Trent's side. Trent played his heart out. You can't ask he much does. more. Yeah. You can't ask much more. You look at the second goal. Now, again, you have Sterling running into the middle. He's running in front of Van Dyke and Lovren. At one point, he's right in front of Lovren. Right, you know Lovren Van puts Dyke his hand behind his back, and he gives himself a foot so Sterling can have time to pass the ball. You need to jump in. You jump in, you miss. Okay, Van Dyke is right there, right? Again, not blaming the goal on him. It was a perfect shot. Left foot, bottom right corner. Literally went almost post to post. Mm-hmm. You could also argue Trent should have dove in, per se. You know, like these are the small things. Right. When you're in the game, when you're in the play, you obviously don't see it like that. Um, but, you know, again, it just goes back to if we're going to make signings, there's only two we need to make. One's a center back, one's a striker to maybe play Firmino as a cam. But more so, we just need that second center back if Joe Gomez isn't going to be healthy. And, you know, Man City played their heart out. Liverpool played their heart out. It was a great match, back and forth. Um, we also had the John Stones clearance. What was that? Yeah. 1.1 centimeter. Something like that. Something yeah, it was really crazy close. left. It was insane. Uh, just if anybody didn't watch, uh, there was a threaded through pass to Mane. Mane right foot, bottom left post. It uh, deflected. Comes back out. Ederson. I think Stones kicked it. To Ederson, no, right? No, Ederson punches it backwards. Great job. And Stones clears it off the line. Right. So, like, Stones and Ederson kind of combine, like, hit the ball. They pinch the ball together. And then I don't know why a goalie would jump backwards low on the ground and expect to hit the ball above the post because it wasn't, it wasn't happening. But Stones there to save the day from an early 1-0 lead. Yeah, I mean, it was gutting to watch. Again, you know, it comes down to... How you want to win these big games. You know, would it be great to have won it with that? I'll take I mean, it. Ederson but... almost did the game three times. He came out for a, a punch where company headed it because it's the defender's ball. And then the same play. And then the same play. Put back company in and saves company it. saved and it. And then another time, the goalie came out again way too far. And it made it look like they almost scored. They were about to score again. What do you think of company? Fantastic game. Uh, he had that bad tackle on Salah. Could have been a red if he hit him. 
like did uh got more of, of the body. Mm-hmm. Uh, was worse challenge than Eric Bai's a couple of weeks ago where Eric Bai got the red. So definitely, if he hit the player, it would have been a red. Uh, but you I know, was shocked. Uh, depends. You know, it depends on the game. Depends on the time. You know, there's a lot of things go through the ref's mind when uh, he decided to make a red card call. So I don't think they were going to give him red. Early yellows. Oh no, no. I mean, I was shocked in uh, how well he played. Oh yeah, because he doesn't play every I time. I mean, the guy he, has like heart. He has heart. He's the heart of the team. Yeah, he he played like old company. You know, we he haven't really spirit. seen him play. So I mean, he has worse legs than Lovren, and he played fantastic. Don't get me started. So big game for company. We're about as well. to make a club. To, yeah, we're going to make a club. Of the worst players that we don't like. It's going to be Lovren, Marauder, and Benzema so far. Let's I think. Else added. I think Pep made the right substitutions, uh, bringing in Walker. I think if you burn De Bruyne, you guys come back. De Bruyne is not ready for a game like that. Which is crazy, but possibly true. He's not ready. He hurt both his knees. He's not. He's not ready for a game like that. So it was a good good idea for Pep to sit him down. Yeah. So um, now we're looking at the Premier League table. This is live update uh, on the fourth of January. Uh, we have Liverpool first place, uh, fifty four points. Man City second with fifty. Spurs forty eight points. Chelsea forty four and Arsenal forty one. The rest of the table doesn't matter. Um, Manchester United are 6 with 38 about to take 4th place <laughs> in a couple of weeks <laughs> so um, it's some may say it's Liverpool's title to lose it is your title to lose you're at the top it's only your title to lose you have a game in hand oh yeah you have a game and a tie in hand it's your that's still very tough it's your, I mean you lost it with 9 or 12 points ahead so you know if you guys can do it everybody anybody can lose it or, you know but you guys are ahead so that means you just have to win out you just have to win every game Oh, yeah, 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 no big deal. Just win every game. I mean, you only lost one game this year. Yeah, I know and that, afford- and that's incredible. You can afford to actually tie three times. No, not three times. Two times. You can afford to tie two times. That's not a lot. I mean, you could I, also lose a game. I I hope I hope we keep it up. I really do. We have a few bigger, big clashes. Um, I was looking at it previously. I think Man City have four more, and we have three more. Um, let me just verify that. So, Man City have Arsenal left. Man U, Spurs, those are the big ones, and Chelsea. So they have four big ones left. And then us as Liverpool, we still have Man U, Spurs, and Chelsea. So the only difference is Man City still have Arsenal to play. Um, I'm excited for another derby. I want to see us play Man United. Me too, a real um, one. A real a real derby. Oh, a real, a real Man United? Yeah. Not, not the same exact players? Not the same. Oh, okay. How can you say that was our team out there? <laughs> Listen, buddy, you're wearing the badge. You got the game going. That's it. You know what? I hate Sad for you. you. I hate when you talk when you're happy about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but anyways. Um, Your team should go back to losing. A terrible. Well, it hasn't gone back to winning, so really it's the same thing. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, a, terrible win, a terrible loss for Liverpool this week. First loss in 21 games of the Premier League. Um, I think they'll keep their form. I think they'll play well. I would like to see one person come in January just to add something to the team. Not going to get it. Doesn't have to be a big player. Not going to get it. Okay, thanks a lot. Um, And, you know, we'll see how it goes. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. Uh, And we will talk again.